I don't ever know what to say or what to do, but that scripture that's that's been on her heart for uh, I guess maybe for a week or two, and then I've just truly not known what the Lord had have for us to say in it, and it's very familiar to it over in Isaiah and. In the fortieth uh, chapter, and I know we we preach from here, and it's a it's a scripture that we all uh, no doubt quote. And and uh, but 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 I'm I'm on two fins. Just bear with us. I'm gonna read maybe this 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 whole chapter here uh, uh, in the fortieth chapter. Uh, it's it's not too terrible long, but it but uh, but I, I just just feel led maybe to to read this. And if that's all the Lord has us to do, then that'll be well. But uh, but in the 40th chapter of the book of Isaiah, he says, Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith your, your God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her welfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. And the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough places plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. The voice said, Cry, and he said, What shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all the, go- the goodliness thereof is that as the flower of the field. The grass withereth, the flower fadeth, because the Spirit of the Lord bloweth upon it. Surely the people is grass, the grass withereth, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Thank the Lord for that. I, I love that. I keep that underlined in my Bible. I love that right there. All these other things we look at fading, they're all going away. Everything that we can see. But he said, the word of our God shall stand forever. O Zion, that bringest good tidings. Get thee up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings. Lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up. Be not afraid. Say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with strong hand, and his arm shall rule for him. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and shall gently lead those that are with young. Who hath measured the waters with the hollow of his hand and meted out heaven with the span and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure and weighed the mountains in the scales and his heels in the bound, in a balance who hath directed the spirit of the Lord 
or being his counselor, hath taught him. With, with whom took he counsel, and who instructed him, and taught him in the path of judgment, and taught him knowledge, and showed to him the way of understanding. Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket, and are counted as the small dust of the balance. Behold, he taketh up the isles as a very little thing, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beasts thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. All nations before him are as nothing, and they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. To whom then will ye liken God? Or what likeness will ye compare him, compare unto him? The workman melteth a graven image, and the goldsmith spreadeth it over with gold, and casteth silver chains. He that is so impoverished that he hath no oblation, chooseth a tree that will not rot. He seeketh unto him a cunning workman to prepare a graven image that shall not be moved. Have ye not known? Have ye not heard? Hath it not been told you from the beginning? Have ye not understood from the foundations of the earth? It is he that sitteth upon the circle of the earth, and the inhabitants thereof are as grasshoppers. And stretcheth out the heavens as a curtain, and spreadeth them out as a tent to dwell in. That bringeth the princes to nothing. He maketh judges of the earth as vanity. <clears throat> yea, they shall not be planted. Yea, they shall not be sown. Yea, their stocks shall not take root in the earth. And he shall also blow upon them. And they shall wither, and the, and the whirlwind shall take them away as stubble. To whom then will ye liken me? Or shall I be equal, saith the Holy One? Lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things? That bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might. For that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the heavens and the earth, fainteth not? <clears throat> Neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and, and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles. And they shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. And I thought on that, main, the main part of it is, is, is what we're most familiar with. But I wanted to read all of the other 
as it describes the greatness of God and His power and His might and His 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 His, his uh, ability to overcome and to do whatever uh, that needs to be done, and 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 in everything and the things in, in the, the eighth verse that we read there, how the grass that withered and the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. And then when you get over there towards the end of that and thinking where he said, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary, and there is no searching of his understanding. Now listen and just take this in. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. And ends know me as, as I talk a lot of times. I'm I'm fairly simple-minded, you know. And and it, a lot of times it, it takes uh, a lot of people just they don't want to hear a man unless he can dissect every every word and every letter and every every uh, uh, every Greek and every Hebrew thing that, that that comes out of the Bible. And a lot of people don't think you much of a preacher if you can't do some of them. But I told you that I'm very simple, and the Lord blesses me in a lot of simple ways. Just by looking at the simplicity of His Word. It, it's not a real complex thing. Uh, 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 God Almighty is, is really not complex in the way that He deals with man. In the way that He talks to us. It's pretty simple. And we as men have complicated it. And we, we've took things and just made it so outrageously complex that, that you've got to get a college degree and you've got to, you've got to listen to, to Dr. So and so and you've got to read this commentary. You've got to go back and listen to this one and do all these different things, Colin, before people can understand anything. Or before anybody will even listen to you. You've got to be so educated. But I'm thankful that the understanding of my God. What did it say there? It said, it said there's no searching of His understanding. And you know what that tells me? He understands and He knows every man, woman, boy, and girl. And He understands our abilities. Of what we can take in and what we can comprehend. And when it gets down and it just breaks it down to somebody like me, it just amazes me. Uh, and maybe I'm just testifying a little bit tonight. When I was in school, I couldn't figure out a thing, brother. I really couldn't. I was done with a post and I ain't got much better as I got older. Uh, the teachers had worked and worked and worked with me to help me understand some of the most simple things they was. Uh, they'd keep me in the class time and time again afterwards just trying to describe stuff to me. But I'm thankful that God has an understanding about me. I'm thankful He has an understanding of my comprehension because He's the very one that created me. He's the very one that breathed the breath of life into me. And when it comes to me having to understand salvation, and when it comes to me to have to understand the Word of God, uh, God understands me. And then I'm going to tell you what, He don't get weary. He don't get faint. And He stays with me. When I, God got to dealing with me when I was probably about 10 years old. Uh, showing me I was lost. And, and, and I couldn't figure it out, Tommy. I really couldn't. It just kept blowing my mind about salvation. It just kept blowing my mind, Isaac. I couldn't get a hold of that. I'd tell people, oh yeah, you know how happens when you're in school? And somebody calls on you in the middle of class and they'll say, do you know the answer to that? Oh yeah? Yeah, I know. And the whole time you ain't got a clue. You just don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> If you ain't felt that way, I have. But I'm going to tell you, people that ask me if I saved at 10 years old, and I say, yeah. 
I'd hear people talking about them being saved and I didn't want to be left out. The whole time, Lord, I was lost as a goose. I'd lay down at night couldn't understand how to get a hold of this. Hey, then one night, Lord, I'm thankful He didn't faint. I'm thankful He didn't get weary. I'm thankful He didn't look. Say that voice said, no, I ain't even going to ever get through to him. No, he knew what he was doing. He kept breaking my heart down. He kept softening me up. And he kept working on me till he showed me exactly what I needed. He knew what I was from the beginning. He had an understanding of what it was going to take to get through to me. And it was up to me to accept it or reject it. But he brought it so simple that even the child understood it. He brought it so simple. And I saw exactly where I was at. Everything that I had, everything I took my hope and trust in, all the natural things that I thought was so great in this world. And the Lord showed me the best thing that I could ever have was Him. He said, he said, He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, He increaseth strength. I was faint as I could be. And I was as weak as I could be. And you know what He did to me? He gave me power. And He gave me strength. And He gave me understanding. Well, preacher, why ain't the whole world saved? Because they ain't getting a hold of it. It's been given to them just like it was given to me. It didn't just say He gives strength to just a few people that's faint, did it? It didn't say He just gives strength to a few people. The way I read that right there, He said, He, <clears throat> he giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, He increaseth strength. Listen, even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. But when the Lord gives you something, it'll do what it needs to do. God's Word will accomplish that that it's set out to do. From the very beginning of man, Reads over in this. Who was reading? Who gives counsel to God? Who tells God how to do things? Who does God take counsel with? I tell you, there's three that's one. There's God the Father, there's God the Son, and there's God the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And I want you to know they counsel with one another. They know the very thoughts of each other. They know the very intents of each other. And you know what? They know how to work together. And you know what God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost will do? They'll deal with man's life. And they'll break down the most complex things and they'll make it easy to understand. That's what they did with me. You go over and read the first chapter of the book of John. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. The Word was God. You go over and read where the Lord said, let us make man in our image. 
Sounds to me like there's some counseling going on. He asked the question, who? Who will counsel God? Ain't you glad the very one that was right there in the beginning is the very one that's counseling me and you? We don't have to go around to win and we don't have to go through some kind of uh, commentaries. We don't have to get this broke down into, into, into every other thing here. Uh, we worry so much about chasing out uh, the leaning of a certain letter and a certain word and a certain this and a certain that. You know what the Spirit of God will do? You want to know what that on Pentecost? You want to know when the Word of God comes through and then thought, how are we understanding this? How can I hear this man preach in my language? Why was there somebody... <laughs> Was there somebody up there that taught somebody how to speak their language? Was there some natural man that had to go to school? Hang on, boys, before you get hold of this. I'm going to have to go get some learning to where I can teach it to you. No, sir, no, ma'am. I'm going to tell you what. The very ones that took counsel with one another in the very beginning of this brought counsel unto man. The Spirit of God moved upon the men of God to preach the Word of God and it canceled unto the soul of the lost man. And it's still working good today. It's still working. men can't preach unless they research what other preachers is preaching it about. These men can't preach unless they somebody else doesn't put their stamp of approval on it. But I'm here to tell you the Spirit of God better put His stamp of approval on it. You better get your counsel out of it. You better get that other man's counsel out of it. And you better listen to the ones that's been counseling each other from the beginning of man. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. Hey, hey, when, when, when we read this up here, having been led as we believe by the Spirit of God and having received the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and on the profession of our faith, having been baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you what. It don't mention every man's name up there. Hey, this Word of God right here teaches us to be led of the Spirit. Hey, it teaches us to be baptized hey, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. <sighs> I don't have to study another man's preaching to know how to preach this. You better respect these old preachers. I preach, I, I, I'm going to tell you what, I respect them old preachers that followed God just like I'm doing. But if they had followed some other man, they just as wrong as anybody else. Peter didn't save nobody on Pentecost. But the Spirit 
in this. That's the same spirit we got to preach in today. I've heard men say to preach nothing. I don't know why in the world I'm going this route. This way, Lord's least. I promise you, I ain't sat down and tried to figure it out before I got here. I've heard men stand and say, I didn't have time to search out what old so-and-so said about this. Uh, but here's kind of where I think I need to go with it. God help me when I've got to go research what some other preacher said about it. I don't care how old he was. I don't care how good he was. Hey, don't you take your messages, Isaac Woody, of what Darrell preached, what Brian preached, or what Dave preached. You follow the Spirit of God. You follow the leadership of that Word right there. Because I'm going to tell you, it don't say in the beginning Dean, it don't say in the beginning, Brian Rodolfer. It don't say in the beginning, Dyer Woody. It said in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. You stick with the Word. You stick with the Spirit. You stick with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. I love your pastor, sister, Earl Sprinkle, thank for God. I respect him. It's been a many time. I've had him counsel me on some things. How to do some things that I was unsure of. He ain't my God. And I'm going to tell you this, he ain't never told me how to preach. I ain't never had to go to him and ask him if what I was preaching was alright. And you know what? He ain't never called me. And I doubt we'll ever have that conversation. I've had to make some decisions before from behind this pulpit. And I've called men to, to tell them to pray for me. I said, I'm not asking for you to tell me I've done right because I know where the Word's at. I know what God says to back it up. I'm not asking for you to back me up. I'm just asking you to pray for me. <sighs> I didn't know it's going this way, but it's all right. That's the way the spirits are leading, and I'm gonna follow. I'm thankful for the one that's got understanding in this, and it's God. And it's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. That very word came down here and became flesh and dwelt among us. The very word of God knew. Jesus Christ knew what it was going to take to save you. He knew what it was going to take to save me. You know what he said? He said, when I go away, now who did he say he's going to leave? You said it, Conley. Comforter. How's he going to leave? He's going to leave his spirit. And what did he tell us to try in the Word of God? He said, the pride is the Spirit. See that they be of God. Okay, if I'm trying the Spirit, then how come I've got to slap some man's name in there with 
Just tell what the Spirit said. Tell what the Word said. You leave the man out of it. If it's the book, you stand on that. We don't stand on another man. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. Listen. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And they shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. My gospel's built off of another man. And you can tear it all to pieces. But if I wait on the Lord, if I stand with the gospel according to what the Spirit leads in, and I'm not talking about the Spirit of man. I'm not talking about some old hopped up prideful nature that stands up trying to push an agenda. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Spirit of God. And you know what? The Spirit of, of God will, 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 will be right with this Word. It'll all line up right together. You know what? If you wait on the Lord, you'll wound up with wings. And it won't matter who tries to destroy you, who tries to destroy what you're doing, your gospel. You'll mount up with wings as eagles. You'll run. Not be weary. Even the youth get weary. Even the youth get faint. You know what? This little fellow right here falls in a foot race. That run happens in the church. He's young. He's strong. Hey, you probably outrun me in a heartbeat. I guarantee you. You youngest has got more endurance. I'll be. That's what you do. That's your fighting track, man. I bet you could just take off. But you know, at some point, you're gonna get tired. You're gonna wear out. You want to know something about these that's been a counseling from the beginning? They ain't never wearied. They ain't never got tired. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. Hey, you know what? Their counseling is true. They've been running the same race from the beginning that they're running today. They've had the same agenda that they've had from the beginning to redeem fallen man. They've had that same one. And I'm going to tell you what. You stick with them right there. Oh, son. You can get past what man thinks. You can get past what man says. And you can mount up with some wings like eagles. And when you try to get knocked down, I'm going to tell you what. The world can't get high enough to get you. <laughs> you mount up on the wings of an eagle, buddy. You know where she goes? Higher and higher. Hey, and the more she needs to get away, she can go higher and higher. You want me to tell you something about the Word of God? You want me to tell you something about the Spirit of God? Hey, she can carry you far above the enemy. You can mount up with wings like eagles. You can run and not be weary. You walk and not faint. You know what you're going to have to do? Wait on the Lord. That's right. That's right. 
You ain't going to get past and you ain't going to get above the devil running on your own. Running on anything else. I know you know, I've preached and told it many a time. You go back when they was beating them apostles and telling them to quit preaching what they was preaching. They said, we can't preach that that we've seen and heard. Old Galileo stepped in over there and he said, hang on a minute. He said, this is of God. If this is of God, he said, we don't want to be found. Hey, a fight against it. He said, if this ain't of God, he said, it'll flitter out. That's my word. He said, this won't last. There's been other men, and he named them off, Thaddeus and different ones, that had followers. And he said when they died, their followers died, they weeded out. They something about this God. We've been used to talking about them old uh, 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 handmade gods, and in the beginning of this chapter, it reads about those things. Why them old gods can't rescue nobody? Them old gods can't deliver nobody. But you go right back over to what I was reading there a minute ago. The grass wither, the flower fadeth, but the word of our God shall stand forever. This word will stand. And you know what? God's people will stand. We will get tore down. Oh, we may get dismayed. We may get disheartened. But I promise you this. God's Word is going to stay in us. God's people is going to continue to grow. God's Word is going to continue to accomplish that that it's sent out to do. Hey, man, you got saved up there this morning. Why? Because God's Word is still saving. God's Word is still finding its place down in the hearts of men. When man opens the door, do you know what the Lord does? He comes right in. He knocks. And when you open the door, He comes right in. And He sucks with you. He's been counseling from the beginning. He's as a lamb slain before the foundations of this world. He's been counseling. No one knows how to save man's soul. This man will receive it. He set out the plan of salvation. He set out, and he's accomplishing that that he set out today. Given man the opportunity. He's not forcing it, but he's presenting it. Not predetermining it, he's presenting it. You know what was predetermined that man was to conform to this? That there would be no other way that a man would go to heaven except through and by accepting the blood that was shed. God comes by and he knocks. And 
But the heart man believeth unto righteousness. The man's confession is made unto salvation. We've got a God that can deliver through whatever we go through. We'll carry his children through the deepest, darkest things this world could ever throw at us. Go read what some of these apostles and some of these disciples went through. Suffering and persecution like me and you could not even imagine. And yet right up to the very end, they would not deny their God. Why do you reckon that is? Because they waited on the Lord. And when it come down and they soaked them up in animal skin and they threw them up there the animals, or they hooked them up and they ripped them asunder, or they took a saw and they cut them in half, or they took them out and they took their heads off. Or they stoned them to death. What do you think was going on with Stephen over there, Judy, that day? Why, he's waiting on the Lord. <laughs> you know what? Them stones got to hit And they got to coming at him. Or when they were hitting him, you know what old Stephen was doing? He's a mountain up of wings. Like eagles. You know what he's doing? He's running and not getting weary. You know what? He wasn't fighting. No, he wasn't. But he's soaring higher and higher and higher. He had his eyes fixed on the counselors. He had his eyes fixed on Jesus Christ. Standing on the right hand of the Father. You know what he's trusting in? The Word. You know what was delivering him that day? The Word. Well, they wasn't every other man that can stand on the right hand of the Father. I'm going to tell you that right now. They ain't been a preacher from the 1800s or 1700s. You back it up as far as you want to. They ain't been a preacher that was worthy enough. They ain't been a man that was worthy enough to stand on the right hand of the Father. That can deliver. That can mount up a man with wings as eagles. That get him the ability to run and not be weary. Get your eyes off of man and get your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Old Stephen just soaring above everything that was coming at him. Had his eyes on the Word. That's where we have either of Keep your eyes off of anything else. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And you'll soar. And you'll soar. You get any other thing involved in this man of any other sort, you know what you brought into the house of God? Confusion. Because why, preacher? Because our ways ain't his ways. And our thoughts ain't his thoughts. And you know what your old carnal mind is? Enmity against God. You know what it is? Death. And you know what? You bring that into the house of God and you go to swinging some other man's name out of the pulpit besides Jesus Christ and you want me to tell you what you've done? You went out and gathered got wild gourds and you shredded them up and you went trying to put them in the pot that God's trying to feed the sons of the prophets with. And you know what they went to Christ? Death, death, was death in the pot. We better be careful what we're shredding up and trying to throw in and feed God's people with. 
Better be careful. There's only one counselor. He tells us in the Word of God, they ought to take counsel with the ungodly. You know what? When your old carnal mind gets to tell you how smart you are, you're already listening to the wrong one. You get outside of the leadership of this Bible right here and start following under some other teachings and some other man and you got all the way off base. Paul didn't want to follow him. I don't read my Bible to find where any other man is taught in this besides Jesus Christ as to be a salvation or an instructor in this. I'm going to tell you this. They tried to lift Paul up. They tried to lift up Peter. Then men would let them know right quick what God they served. We're going to be taking our counsel with God. We better not be leaning under our own understanding. But in all of our ways, acknowledge Him. And He will direct our paths. If you follow me, God. If you see me getting off, off track, Jay, and the Word of God speaks to you, buddy, and the Spirit speaks to you, you come to me. And let's sit down and let's go through the Word of God. You don't take your brother to follow you with your spirit. Not you with your mad at him. Not you which just disagree because you don't like him. If you overtake your brother to follow you with your spiritual, try to restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself that thou might also be tempted. I don't ever want to have to go to nobody, but if I do, I won't go in the spirit. Preachers, there's something going on in the church, not that I know of, but there for is. I hope God's nipping it right now. <laughs> I hope we ain't. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, if we keep our eyes wide open, then things won't sneak up on us. Now you trust me. I thought I'd have my eyes wide open a few times, and I still got to get the back of the head. <laughs> but I'm serving one that don't faint, and that don't get weary. And it's got all understanding of everything that's going on. And if I watch him, he'll walk in the right way. If I follow him, I'll stay in that way. If we all are doing the same thing, you know what we're doing? Walking together. In one mind and in one accord. I read a little off of that covenant. You get on down in it, down in there, and it talks about tattling, backbiting, and all that. And I want you to understand this. That don't just mean calmly going over there and having to sit down with C.D. and Judy at their house. It could be him sitting there talking to Linda and running down the preacher or running down everybody else in the church. Right there in his own house. Nobody else will know it. You know what that does? That builds up a hardness in you against whoever you're talking about. And you know what to do? Influence your wife. It'll make her. And if you got kids, Chad, Dana, you know what you'll do? You'll influence them. And they'll start thinking less of the person that you think less of. 
I'm going to tell you what, you just get this tendency to want to go to talking about somebody. Try bending your knee and do it. sitting back in the life. He's sitting back in the life. And he's accomplished something. We keep our eyes on the Lord. I don't care what signs are flying and what's coming your way. You get through it, Carson. You get through it. God will overcome. And he'll get you above it. And he'll carry you through it. Didn't know he was going to say all that. All I know is that is what the Scripture of the Lord had on my heart. And I thank God for His Word. I'm thankful there's an answer and there's a remedy right there in that Word for whatever ails you. There is balm in Gilead. There's something that will cure whatever ails you. And it's right here in between these lids. It's not in between my ears. I promise you that. It ain't in between my ears. But it's in between them two legs right there. That woman over had the woman over had to break that box, put that ointment in his feet. You know what you're gonna to have to do to find the ointment that's needed? To fill the smell of the room with the with the smell of it? You're gonna to have to crack the lids on that right there. Right there's the box that needs to get broke. And right there is what we'll anoint his feet with. Right there. It's that word. You know what? If He gives you something, it, what is it? It, it, it? You want to give it back to Him, don't you? What did He give? He gave His Word. God gave His Son. His Son gave His life. Present your life. A living sacrifice unto God. You open up in the right there and you anoint His feet every chance you get. You humble yourself right down there and you just you just break that little box right there and you let the sweet smell of that ointment go to flowing through the house of God. You know what that'll do? That'll get everybody's attention. You know what that down that day right there made some of them mad? Got on their nerves. Who is that woman right there? She thinks she can get down there. Well, he must not even know who she is. She's the only one in the house doing what was needed. 
Everybody in the house got to smell it. They couldn't get away from it. They couldn't deny it. She wasn't worried about what they were thinking about her. You know what she was doing? She's mounted up with wings as equals. You know what? She and I preached that in the service. You know what they done? They saved those boxes of ointment until they were married. And it was a, it was an ointment that they was precious, high dollar ointments that them women would save. To where that they could be presentable and they would smell good for their husband when he came along. You know what she'd been waiting on? She'd been waiting on the moment when she could break her box at the feet of the one she loved the most. That's why we were come to the house of God, just waiting for our moment that we could break our little old box and give back to Him what He gave to us. The Word of God, the Spirit of God, and obedience to the Father. That's what he came to do. He came to do the will of the Father. They've been counseling on this from the creation of the world. He'd been preparing for this. Had been prepared from the beginning. Because why? Because it was his destiny to be our salvation. I love this tonight. I appreciate the word. I appreciate God. I appreciate the spirit.